Shut up and sit down. A push bike has made a big comeback, and that's terrific because riding push bikes is a really healthy pastime. Who did it? Lance Romance. Really? Lance, come here. It's week nine and Lance is still making rookie mistakes. I want Lance to learn these things because if he learns them, our whole crew benefits from it. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Check it out. Yeah, y'all, here we go again. Turn it up. Bring the noise. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hapler, and Jake Von Turing. Bass, how low can you go? Hi, right, welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Von During, and I'm here with Lance Hepler. Lance Romance. In studio. In studio. I was just going to see what happened after I said That's that. That's what's going to happen. Freaking Hepler. Lance freaking Hepler. <laughs> to his right, Matt LeGrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys are looking pretty good. Pretty good. Not Thank too you. shabby. Yeah. Not too shabby. Yeah. I need a haircut. Okay. Me too. Yeah. Yep. Let's make it happen, guys. Not here today. Evan Price. Not Evan Price. Oh, he's working with the Listen kids. In action. Yeah. He's through the glass window. We can see we him. Can see him. Work. Can almost smell him. But he's working. Someone needs to work around here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's backpedal. Matt, I go. can be really fast. I have fallen into my like standard routine of like getting my hour in each day, whether that's like Zwift or going up to the uh, Camus High School cross country team and doing my mountain biking or occasionally sneaking out for an easy hour. I'm not doing that much. I am swimming occasionally, not running much, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. at least you're doing it. But yeah. you're out there and you're doing it. So I'm doing, the, I'm doing day, the day this comes out, you'll be on day 50. You'll be halfway done. Day 50, okay. Halfway done. Halfway to Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, I wow. Yeah. It's fine. Pretty crazy. Lance, are you still on track with us? I'm still on track, Attitude. as is uh, Brandy Hepler. Yes, she's she still is. Still on track. Atta girl. Yep. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm probably a little bit more boring than even you are, Matt. No oh, boy. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I did get uh, just over nine hours in last week on the bike. I only rode outside once. Did you go out yesterday? I did. It was it was a beautiful day out. It was. I was on daddy daycare duty, running soccer dad errands and all that other stuff while my wife ran the Portland Marathon. Congratulations. That was awesome. And uh when she got home, she went and promptly sat her stuff down on the couch and put on the air relaxed boots and she didn't move for the rest of the day. And when she did that, I went out for a bike ride on the old gravel bike. You want gravel, huh? Went gravel. Yeah, That's good. I just have road apprehension these days. Yeah. Unless there's like a group of people that I can ride with, I just tend to stay off road. And unfortunately, that's causing more problems in my shoulder. So oh, good geez. times there. But don't want to beat that one to death. Hey, Lance Hepler, you're a cool guy. You raced your bike. What did <laughs> you? How many times you did you race this past week? I, I was All? just looking through this. I recorded 14 separate rides last week. Oh, my Lord. Were some of those like warm up for races, though? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. We'll yes. It. I did. I raced my bike many times. Four different times I raced my bike this week. I did go down to uh, Twilight Cycle Cross near Eugene, Oregon, a smallish wait, race. Wait, 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 wait. Which, okay, go on. Which day was that? Is that on a Tuesday? It was on a Tuesday. Bike racing with Lance Hepler. Bike racing with Lance Hepler. It's cyclocross season, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not. Um, yeah, I, I raced in the 50-plus field uh, down there. Um, it's a small field, and I, 
I shouldn't have raced that race. I, I was. You know, what? you say that on the surface because you could have raced with uh, within a more competitive field. Correct? Yes, but you're racing so much and you've got so much intensity. Me personally, I'm thinking about Lance needing a little bit of like a down tick in his, his intensity. So maybe you go out there and you get that that shorter bit of a burst. Yeah, and then you can kind of just kind of lock in and just hold your pace. And that's not you going out there breaking yourself in half. Correct. Yeah, because it, it I went really hard for like three laps and then chilled for like three laps. Sure. But I I won by a couple minutes so i should have done more than one race that day but regardless whatever i had a good time paul first even came down and raced and yeah there was like a little bunny hop thing we could do it was anyway that was a fun race i hope more people come to it so just a couple more weeks left did paul get off his bike at all this week or did he jump everything? Uh, he didn't jump everything. Just about, though, yeah? But just about. He jumped a lot of stuff. Oh, my God. That kid's got many, some serious talent. Many barriers. Um, went Tuesday? No, Wednesday. I drove to Spokane. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> For those you that are don't out know. Of control, dude. From Your addiction to cyclocross is... It's encroaching on your Something's everything. wrong with me. You but have a problem. Friends, something's wrong with me. What do I need to do? That's a five and a half hour drive. Five and a half hour drive, one way, correct. Oh so, Brandy and I and the dog uh, jumped in the van and drove to Spokane. Is I, Brandy your enabler? Is she like, <laughs> okay, yeah, let's do it. Oh, no, she is <laughs> sick of it. Are you kidding me? She's uh, like, How, here's an idea, honey. Why don't you grow your mustache back out? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, she never said that, Matt. That never came up. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty positive, oh, man. So I went. So this was kind of a funny story at this race. Um, this this was the third race in a three race series. That so they're was, done. So they're done. No more drives to Spokane. No more drives okay. to Spokane. Your your van thanks you. Yes. <laughs> How did you do in their series? I mean, they I call it their series. Their series. It's not yours. It's you don't not belong mine. There. I do not belong. There. Freaking poacher. <laughs> I was just coming in and poaching. Uh, I don't know. I did two of the three races. I took second in both the races. So, so you're probably second or fourth or somewhere I'm, in there. I'm, I'm probably second or something like that. The Bronze funny, medalist, maybe. Try, drive back to get your little medal. I'm probably I'm go back. <laughs> the funny thing was, um, I lined up in the 50 plus. We, there, the, the the wave that I did, it was the 50 plus guys, the 60 plus guys, and then the beginner men. So there was like three different waves all going at once. And there's this one guy named Tom Reese who lives in Spokane. Turns out he is a cyclocross coach. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he coaches all the you, You've juniors. raced him before. I've raced him before. And he, yeah, he's good. He, he, he's good. So... I started right on the front row with, you know, bell goes off and I hit full gas. And it's about 100 meters to like the first like chicane turn that's kind of like a speed check. Tom Reese, (laughs) maybe it's Rice, I don't know how to say his name, last name. He sat at the start line, they blew the whistle, all the 50s go, all the 60s go, all the juniors go, and he sat there at the finish line with his foot down until we all hit the this chicane 100 meters away and then he went yes he spotted me like a 30 second lead right off the bat wow in a massive group in a massive well it was you know 40 people or something like that that for uh because he he told me because i asked him why he did it the week before because he's done this before he says i'm trying to practice passing Okay. He's. I'm trying to practice passing, like in in like in crowds in a group, you know, because you you need that in big races. He goes. Unfortunately, with these fields, everybody's so polite. Everybody gets out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> they hear me coming and they just they move over, and so I don't get to like practice like tight passing or maybe a, a you know a yeah. shoulder rub or something like that. So is he not so, saying anything? Just like. 
practicing blown by him, or was there a strategy he had, or were they yeah, just that, being that, all polite still and just still letting yeah, him get by? Yeah, still just being polite and letting him get by. And because there's not, it spreads out pretty quickly. So did you tell him that you'd be his Huckleberry? Yeah, you'll be, you'll be nice to him, <laughs> I'm right? <your> Huckleberry. <laughs> no, it's like it took him four laps to catch me because he spotted me so much, and we were like away from everybody sure. else. But I, you know, I thought with three laps to go, I'm like, I think I got Tom. He gave, he spotted me too much this week. Nope. He, he got me. Gotcha. So he gets on my wheel. My daughter's there. She's taking videos. And I'm like, Tom's already caught me. He's on my wheel. And he just laughed and then whipped around me. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. So that that was a fun series to do. So it was a good time. The rest of the time, my wife and I, um, we found some fantastic Ooh, gravel roads. I saw some of the roads oh that my you gosh. posted Oh, Did the man. Picture, some of the pictures I posted are amazing. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to just drive out there sometime. I, you know, we had, I thought I might take my road bike to, because there's some great road riding yeah. around there, but it's all farm roads. And I'm like, there's got to be great gravel. So I started looking for routes and I was not disappointed. Mm-hmm. How did you find good gravel routes? Did you use Strava? I did not use Strava. I used Ride with GPS okay. search function to okay. find rides with near Pullman, Washington, mm-hmm. um, like between a certain distance from Pullman, and I put gravel in the title. Oh, okay. And so, how is it they're that much better than Strava when they're like a drop in the bucket compared to the size of Strava? You would think that Strava would I just think ride with GPS is pretty big, aren't they? A decent sized well, company. They're a decent sized company, they but they're not Strava. They're not Strava. I mean, Strava with their heat maps and all of their new stuff that they put into the route planning and just giving so, suggestions. So with Strava's route planning, you you can say I want to be off road. Yeah. And it will plan a route for you, and it kind of heat maps. You know, it uses yeah. heat maps to find things. Yeah. But I've, I've done some of those, and finding other people's rides on Ride with GPS to me is like, it it just seems better. I did use the Strava one when I went down to Arizona for spring break for my kids' spring break, and same thing. I took my gravel bike with me, and I said I want it to be primarily you know, dirt, uh, yeah, off dirt. road, and whatnot. And I'm like, all right, these routes look good. And there were sections in there where I, I wouldn't even gone down it with a freaking enduro bike, it took let alone. You, it took yeah. you on some single yeah. track. Yeah. Yes. It, well, this was not single track. This was like, all right, let's go jump off the side of a cliff stuff. But right. it was still like, I'm like, all right, that, that's not exactly what I wanted. And I, I did it every single day. I did a different route. And there was always little sections in there. With the, Well, I guess the last one wasn't too bad. But there was still some stuff in there where like, all right, I'm getting off my bike and walking it because yeah. I have the wrong bike for it. Right. I think that ride with GPS, though, because you can use the title search, the title gravel search. makes yep. a big difference because yep. people generally put that in their stuff. And- now, granted, when I, when I looked at that, I only had like five or six different options. And I had to put two together to yeah. make the ride I wanted oh, okay. to do, yeah. which made it complicated. I had to download both routes halfway through the ride. I had to like load end this up. route, load the new route so that I knew where I was going, and gotcha. that made it. What were the routes like? Were you getting decent mileage? Were you getting? I, a- I did. We did like a thirty-five mile ride or okay. something like that. That's two. That's basically two routes. Yeah, it was like a nine-mile route and a like. 20 miles. The route. pictures you posted were amazing. But then I was like, well, maybe it's just three miles of like a pretty spot or who knows. No, there was like right. there was like a there was like a six mile gravel section and then like a fourteen mile gravel Ooh. section that that weaved through a couple farmers' fields, but they were actual like dirt roads. They went yeah. from gravel to dirt, but it was it was sunny. It was like hero dirt. It was yeah. it was phenomenal. 
I mean, That's awesome. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, where was that? I want to go yeah, out there." I'm sure. like, "I am in the middle of nowhere in the Palouse, they call it." Okay, so that's the reach. What the region is called. That's where we're going. Gotta so, go check it out. That's what I did. Oh yeah, so that was me and the wife and messing around with the daughter and the future daughter-in-law, and then we uh, and then we came back and I raced my bike all weekend too. <laughs> so it was the last two last two races in the Harvest Cyclocross series in on the uh, Oregon Bike Racing Association calendar. Uh, Heiser Farms uh, was the first one. We had a ton of teammates that showed up again. We had, again, like 25 people that came to the race. That's fantastic. Um, lots of people. It, it was a really good time. Um, I did the 50-plus race again. Uh, the <laughs> This time, I got, I got a fantastic start like a super awesome start and was actually leading the race for like a lap and a half with uh and me and two other guys kind of pulled away from everybody else uh but we ended up um they ended up kind of getting around me ended up third in that race not bad yeah which was bronze medal yeah did and so and then sunday so Sunday was the Zalder Cross race is, put on by a tireless fellow. Yes, our which we friends, love those Garitskis. guys. Yes. Yep. I saw both of them there. They're the best. Uh, that that venue, that the course, the organization, it's it is it is such a great race. It's been three years since they've had a race there. Yeah. Because we weren't invited back one year, yep. and then last year everything got canceled. So it was it was like super cool to have that race there again. So lots of people came still. Um, it was well attended. It was just like a big party down there. All a success, right? Yes. And destroy the place too no, much. No, cause it was dry. Okay. Good. It was dry. That's why they didn't get invited back. I think. Correct. It, it, it was yeah. like a really wet year and we yeah. messed up a lot of grass yeah. Yeah. and they weren't happy about that. But, uh, yeah, I remember like trying to reseed everything. Yes. Like, it was just like, uh, it's oh, not the time sorry. of year to be reseeding grass, <laughs> No, but, but you know, it's like they'd, they had basically worn paths yep, yep. in the You've got to go by side and plunk yeah. that in. That's your best bet. But yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bummer. So do that. that was good. Yeah, uh, my race was uh, started off as a bit of a disaster. Um, if you go to my, uh, uh, is it, no, it's on. It's on the. It was. It it's was on, on the team Facebook page. Yeah, it's on the team Facebook I, I page. Jerry posted or something. I don't remember. Yeah, um, I had a terrible start, um, which, which I'm glad I did all these races because you get this kind of crap out of the way. People are saying enough with the stupid cyclocross races, Lance. Quit talking about it. I'm tired of it. I don't blame you. Um, but I completely botched the start. Starts are very important in cyclocross. Um, you work really hard to get a call-up so that you can be on the front row and get like a good start. Yep. And I blew my start at Zaldercross. Um, I loved watching that, by the way. That was my favorite part. Video. Just watching the, the whistle go off and then just seeing you just not go anywhere. <laughs> was dead, so funny. I'm still. Like, and the whole, where, where the whole field just goes whipping Lance? around me. Where did he go? Because the camera kind of pans away from you. Lance, you should have said that you're working on your passing skills for nationals. Come on. <laughs> That's right. Wait a minute. That. I was trying and to spot the field finally, so I could work on my like passing 20 skills. people go by and you're like, there he goes. <laughs> right. Get on that bike. I just, uh, I just at the start line, I lost my balance right before he blew the whistle yeah. and I had to unclip my foot. So both my feet were on the ground when the whistle blew and it was like the worst time for that yeah. to happen. So... Um, I was able to latch back on to the lead group, but it took me a half a lap and I burned lots of matches to get there. 
Um, I rode in like second place for a couple laps, but I ultimately uh, got passed by two guys. I ended up fourth in that. So it's still solid, though. It was yeah. It was it was still a really good result for me. Where did you finish in the series? I finished third in the series. Podium, baby. Fifty, oh, wow. yeah, plus medal. And that's it. <laughs> So tough division, man. It is a tough division. So I was super happy with that. It kind of sets me up good for the uh, for the Cross Crusade series, which is yeah, coming up. That's gonna be there will be there will be many more fast guys that will show up for that series. Sure. So for me to be in the top tens in those races, I'll be like super happy. So that's kind of what I'm cool. shooting for. And at the beginning of the season, you said that you didn't have your fitness and that you were really aiming for sometime in October, November. Correct. Do you feel like your trajectory is on pace with where you want it to is, be? I think it is on pace for where I want to be. I think I'm I'm headed. I'm trending in the right direction. I, I like my legs don't feel bad. My heart doesn't. You know, I I feel I feel good. Good. Yeah. After all that racing. Anyone else from the team finish on the podium for the series? Um, I believe Chris Surratt did. Surratt did. He won a couple of the Clyde's uh, races. Uh-huh. Um, so I think he finished on the podium. You had some pretty cool video of him. He was racing. Was that yeah. Heiser? And you were riding like alongside of him, and it Correct. looked like a, this whole like rig, like you know, doing like the steady cam <laughs> shot, like kind of chasing him. I'm like, that was really cool. <laughs> there was a there was the grass race lane, but there was a paved road right sure. next to it. So I was riding on the paved road with my iPhone, just filming with my iPhone, not even a not even a GoPro. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it just, it, you could just like pan with him really good. It just yeah. like followed him really well. And I, I got another one at, uh, at Zelda Cross. Really? Yeah. Okay. As well. Which uh, venue did you like better this weekend? <sighs> you know, I, I, I gotta say Zelda Cross. I think, um, it's unanimous. Every person I've asked, which is about a half dozen people really? said the same thing Zelda Cross. It's just a cool spot. That's a great venue. And there's like, there's so much unique stuff i i don't know it i i really liked zolder cross it cool. was it was pretty cool well attended on the whole i i don't think zolder cross was quite as well attended as uh heiser as heiser All right and were both of them smaller than the vanport the weekend prior yes a little yeah, bit smaller Scott a little further did, away from was, yeah Portland. he was at what just over 500 people for was over 500 where do you think those other two came in i'm just trying to get a, a feel for like where the state of cyclocross is at right I'm now i'm guessing people... there was 400 people at each race okay around it's not there. bad but it was definitely smaller yeah down by 15 20 percent yeah something gotcha. like that yeah very very cool it was good times anything else lots of fun i just super proud of all my teammates sure um um the racing they did their people new people are showing up and racing jerry pruitt has been doing a great job like rallying the troops yep um yeah you know all the volunteering that happened you know at vanport it's just been it's been really good so we're hoping to continue all that with the cross crusade coming up and there's a couple big races this coming weekend correct the bridge city there is bridge city cyclocross um it's it's right like a view of downtown portland it's at oaks park so it that is a super hard course um that should be a lot of fun i think we will have many teammates there as well saturday race and a sunday race yeah um, so is it state championship? It's the Obra state championships on Saturday. And then on Sunday, they're doing, 
uh, like USA Cycling age group races. Isn't that kind of interesting that it's the Oregon State Championship this week, and yet we haven't even started the Cyclocross Crusade? That's correct. Yeah. How do you like that? Do you like that or no? Um, or do you think that it should be more towards the end of the season when everybody's got everything dialed I don't, in? I don't Because a lot know of people don't even do the harvest and like no, the cross don't. doesn't start until crusade starts and right. then you're going to start with the the state championship state championships yeah. seems like they could have plunked that down somewhere a little bit differently but yeah i don't know you know um cyclocross crusade kind of owns the calendar in november true you know, and haven't so. they typically been the one that is the the i mean like barton park was it two years ago last time we had a cyclocross yes. that was their state championship that race. was a state championship but and it was one of the cross crusade say, races yeah and isn't that typically par for the course that the state championship race falls on the the cross crusade? Yeah, I'm not sure if there's some discord amongst the higher ups between the two organizations that hmm. move things around a little bit. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what happened. Neither I know am I. Cross crusade this year is only six races, and it's normally nine. Yeah, well, so they lost Alpen Rose Dairy. There's two races Alpen right Rose there. Dairies. What other race did they lose? Um, there is no Barton Park. Really? Uh, why Why would they not have that? I don't know. That's like a pretty easy venue. It was kind of like a semi-fun venue too for you, wasn't it? Yes. Get that big, long, steep hill that everybody would have to run up, and there's that big log at the top, and our own Paul first would ride up the entire thing, the only person, and he would jump the log. Yeah. It's like, how do you yes, get up the hill to start and then have enough momentum to be able to jump? I, take that back. There is Barton Park. Okay. There's Heron Lakes Race. Two in Cascade Locks, one in Rainier High School, uh-huh. uh, one at the PIR infield. Interesting. And then I thought Bart we weren't Park. allowed to race there. No, I guess we are going back mm, once. Interesting. Only <laughs> so they'll basically be at PR twice with they'll the be at PR and, twice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, at least they got races, right? So no Kruger's farm at uh, Sabi's Island. Oh, oh that's we lost that. One. That farm actually sold. sold yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I thought that the new owners were pretty keen on the cyclocross stuff continuing on there. That's what I thought too. But maybe not. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> anyway, this has anyway. been crosstalk. Crosstalk with crosstalk. <laughs> idiot. It's gonna, it's gonna be crosstalk for a couple more weeks, right? <laughs> well, it's going on for a few more months, unfortunately. Well, for you, it's gonna yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. You have to put up with it. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> All right, so a lot of people are tuning in this week to hear us talk to the folks, the good folks over at Wahoo Fitness. And I got some news for you. It's still going to happen, just not today. It got pushed back. back. Which actually works out pretty well because it gives us a chance to talk a little bit more in depth about all of the questions that we have. Um, we did put some feelers out there on the old interwebs asking folks what some of their questions were. And we have a lot of people that had commented on a video that we had made about Wahoo versus Garmin. And we wanted to ask them a bunch of these questions. Yeah. And Wahoo is 100% game to come on. They're going to talk about as much as they possibly possibly can. They can't promise that they're going to be able to answer everything or give us the, the deets on some of these things because, you know, sometimes that's just like proprietary stuff that you don't get to know until they're ready to let you know. But they are going through all of the questions. They're going to come back to us and they're going to give us um, all of the details that they possibly can. But we wanted to kind of talk about all of these questions that came up. There's some stuff in here that's yeah, just kind of like, you know, it's a question. <laughs> and then there's some stuff that's like, yeah, that that would be really nice. And yeah. I wanted to run through all this stuff just to see what comes up in conversation to see if maybe there's some other stuff that we can add to the list when we do talk to them next week. And uh, just wanted to get your guys' feelings on that. This list that we got is pretty long. It is pretty I know long. that there's, like I said, there's a the full array of questions on there. Is there anything that stuck out to you in particular on this list that you really want to ask them about that you really think that needs to be on the uh, the old Wahoo lineup? 
Yeah, the big thing that I want to know is why don't we have a Climb Pro type feature on Wahoo bike computers? It's, they kind of do, but it's just a very dumbed down yes. version that's just like, meh. It's, it's not nearly as effective. But I also realize, and when I talk to a lot of people about Climb Pro, a lot of people don't use that on Garmin. Well, a lot of people don't load routes into their yeah. computer before every single route ride, so you're not going to be able to use that. True. But wouldn't it be nice if it had like segment recognition and like it knows the segment? If you're on the segment, it's going to give you the option to, to look at that. Because yeah, a lot be cool. of these devices know all of that data. If I'm going to be out there chasing a segment and within that segment there's a climb, how's that any different than a route loading? Right. So maybe Matt can speak to that. I don't know, but it's 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 pulling data. It's pulling data points from a point A to point B. It knows the distance of it, and why can't it just like have another variable plugged into that? Like, hey, you're doing this this segment, and there's a climb in there. We're going to tell you how long that climb is, right. so you can pace yourself. Right. That would be fantastic. That's that's what I would like to see. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess it's probably the knowledge of the climb, right? That's the missing piece. Sure, but yeah, all the data points of it. Data right? points. Yep. yep. But if there's a segment there, somebody's pretty much done it before, so you yes. should be able to see the elevation. But that stuff doesn't come across when you pull in a segment. You don't get elevation. Like, if you look at, like, the data or GPS coordinates of a segment, it's mm-hmm. going to be, like, GPS coordinates. It's not going to be, like, here's the gradient of this part at mile three or whatever of the climb. So it's just a matter of where that data lives. And for example, Garmin probably is leaning back on a lot more of their route history. That's my guess. Yeah. The data is so there. It's just data, a matter yeah. of kind of like integrating it into it so that it's you're a, getting that data it's package. Big, it's a big project, right? So I'm guessing that when you pull a route in on the Garmin, it's it's somehow like taking in a, and not just like the route itself, but a lot more. There's some calculations to be done, right? So like they, they're looking at these climbs and they're like, First of all, is that flat road out there a climb? Well, it's not. We know that because we're human. But from a computer standpoint, well, you got to think like, okay, well, what qualifies a route? How much elevation is gained for a 200-meter section of that particular road? Well, there's calculations there. It's just like you have to be able to have some sort of formula to figure out yeah. what a hill is. But it is capturing that data every single time I go out and ride because I get back and I can see exactly what my elevation yes. gain was. So it's yes. it's it's kind of there. They just need to right. kind of organize it accordingly, correct? Yeah, and come up with a like a, a platform or a structure yeah. to do it. So not like there's not it's not like that it's not possible, right? We know it's possible. It's Garmin not as it. simple as us non pro non programmers think it's, it would it's be. It's not as simple as saying like we have the data already, just show us the the map. The, yeah. They don't have the data yet to plug it in. Could Matt Legrand design this? Could Matt Legrand make this happen it's on a, my the, my computer? They have brilliant <laughs> engineers at Wahoo, first of all. They're great. Uh, so they're probably thinking about it and working on it and uh-huh. they probably put a structure in place and then it's a matter of collecting enough data to have it for a lot of locations. The thing that Garmin does well is they've been collecting mapping information since before they were a cycling company. Like they started as a mapping company. Mm-hmm. And That's I think true. that a lot yeah. of us kind of like forget like, oh, the reason that they're good at navigation, it's like these are really hard problems to tackle and Garmin just has a history of doing it. And a lot of the other companies that are trying to do it are struggling because they don't have that history or or they're not even trying, right? Yeah, right. So, all right. Well, we'll say that it's I, plausible that they could come up with yeah, something like that. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And it would be nice to see them do that. And they, so, I'm sure that they are 
actively trying, but it Wahoo could be. Garmin, who's going to be first one to the punch there? It could be. It could be years. Make us happy. Yeah. Make us, <laughs> make well, us happy. Well, you know, wait. Like, um, the Karoo, too, has something similar. Yes. Uh-huh. So yeah. where are they pulling their data from? They're not nearly as I big as... they're using an open source, like system for pulling in all of those that climbing data speaking of have you had a chance to play with that thing yet i know that you did and i've been writing with it is it fair to ask you right now what some of your initial impressions might be i'm an open book dude you just know open book (laughs) there's no like i mean if there's a product that i'm not allowed to talk about i don't talk about it right so but if 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 for example like i don't have the product in hand and whatever and then i'm free to speculate on a product but the hammerhead Carew, I purchased myself and I've been yep. riding with it for a couple of weeks and I will put out a review. I'm thinking maybe another three weeks or so of riding. Sure. Um, I haven't done a lot of testing on their hill feature, which is brand new. They just like, they did a software update. Ah, they do a software okay. update every two weeks or so. Really? And it is good. Like they do a great job of like releasing really important stuff. There, There's crazy stuff like they're, um, you finish a ride, you know, and I'm testing this thing. So I'm like, just like playing with it and all this stuff. You couldn't discard a ride. Like that didn't exist. Oh, really? That right. doesn't happen on Wahoos either. Oh, you can't no, discard yes, on Wahoo? No, yes, you can. Yeah, Are you I sure? Thought, I think you can. You, you can. If you finish a ride, you sometimes they'll even it. say, does, is Wahoo, do they say like, that was a short ride. Do you want to delete this? Yes. Okay. Like, it does that? It okay, does Okay, because there was want, somebody that made a comment about that and I'm like, Oh crap! I don't think that they do. I think they just said in ride, and you just say yes. And I don't think it had an option to delete. It has a no. There's oh, a yes or a no. Save ride, yes or no. You hit one of the buttons. You could say no, and it says, "Are you sure you don't yeah. want to save this ride?" And you can say no. I okay. So, so what if you change your mind and you want to just go back to continuing the ride? What? Oh, resume. Yeah. Is there a resume option there as well? Is there one of three buttons? I don't ride. think there's a resume. All right. I'm going to have to go double check this. There's, I don't think there's yeah. a resume. I right. think it's just yes or no. So Once like you're in the middle of your ride and you accidentally tell it to stop, then you're screwed. You either have to save it or no. That's correct. Well, that kind of sucks too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got to go play with but it. But it takes two button pushes to get to that. I think you, you have to hit pause and then you have to hit stop. Your ride. Yeah. I think you can resume your ride. Maybe you can. Maybe it's know. like, yeah, you. that's right. You're right. Two button pushes. Pause, pause and, and then stop. stop yeah. And then discard or... Or save. It was right. yes, okay, well, that's yes, good yes, to know because no. there was somebody that made a comment in our YouTube video saying that it's ridiculous that you can't have an option to delete the ride because he did something like where it like, was a very short ride, didn't mean to do a ride, and then yeah. wanted to delete it, and then it wouldn't give him the option, and then it pushed out to all of his different platforms, yeah. and he had to go back to Strava and Training Peaks and delete it, and he's like, that's just a hassle. Uh, which it probably, like he probably meant like after the fact, after he saved it, and it yeah. goes, you know, once that data's been pushed out, there's no bringing it back, right? Right. You have to go so, to each platform yeah, and delete them. Yeah, yeah. And, so and that's that, the case no matter what. And there's no there's no engineering way to go about like, oh, I want my bike computer to be able to delete stuff off of XYZ company's website. <laughs> that that that, that right. part, yeah, that, that's ridiculous. But yeah. his insinuation was that it just wasn't even an option to delete Discard, the ride. And yeah. you could like end your ride and save it or you keep riding. You right. get your choice. That's it. And so, maybe it was an older iteration that that was it. And maybe it's changed since then. I don't know. But so I, to me, I, I saw that immediately and I was like, that's a basic feature that this Hammerhead Crew Watch doesn't have. Literally, like a day or two later, software update. Now we can do it. And okay. I was like, oh, they good fixed on it. you. They fixed good it right away. In the week before that, or it was two weeks before that, it was like, here's our new hill climbing feature. And we're trying to make enhancements on that. And I'm like, whoa, these good guys are like on They're top on of the software updates. They've got some like big names that yeah. are using them. Like, isn't 
Phil Guyman using them and the I don't know. I wouldn't I, surprise me. I think the me. Williams brothers are using them. They're all sponsored by them. Really? Yeah, I think yeah. so. It, it's interesting. Don't quote me on that. The one thing that's interesting is it's um, the whole platform is built on top of Android, so yeah. it feels like a mobile device. Like when you swipe stuff, that's it. Just feels okay. normal. It is a touchscreen. It's a good touchscreen. Better than any touchscreen on the market by far. And. Uh, there were things where I was like, okay, I need to add a sensor like while I'm riding, I don't, I can't do that. And then I was like swiping around and I just kind of like figured it out and I was like, oh, okay, this, this is, it's just, you got to think like, what would you, what would you do if you, if it was a smartphone? Like we're so used to like Garmin and you would like click into settings and go into add sensor. What would you do if it was a smartphone? Probably like swipe, swipe down, turn Bluetooth on or yep. whatever. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. what you do with this device. Okay. It's much, much more like a mobile thing, a mobile device that's a dedicated bike computer. It just feels there intuitive. There are negatives for yeah. that. Like there, oh. there are plenty of negatives. The, the computer itself is, it's not the same kind of battery level that we've kind of gotten used to like these these computers that we're used to are like we're used to like 20 hours of battery life yes and this is like six or eight or something like that and i don't know yeah well the rome when you're using that with all of the different sensors and whatnot it really pairs it down to about what 10 hours something like that or like 13 i think is what it it gets down to if it's fully charged kind of low yeah yeah that's because you've got a lot of sensors i thought the rome was like 20 I don't know, 24 hours or something crazy. It depends on if you have the backlight on or on auto or off. Okay. It, it depends. The, the backlight's a big the draw. Backlight's and the big draw. How many sensors you connect to is big yeah. too. It's just, you know, I'm I'm seeing less battery life from this device than I was expecting or than I was used to. So maybe that's one negative about it if I want to stretch the hammer, it. Over. It's, it's also big. It's big. It's big. Yeah. I well, think, it's not as big as it used to be. It, yeah, the first was iteration was like a brick, big. yeah, wasn't it? It's a, I want to say three point two inch screen or something like that. I mean, it's, I don't know. Is it bigger than the Rome? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty it's, big. The, <laughs> is the Rome two point eight? Do you remember? Off the I top don't of your head? remember off the top of my head. I don't really get caught up in those uh, details. Remember, that's too much to remember. But too, much, yeah. too many numbers. <laughs> too many numbers for us to remember. But the yeah, it is smaller. The whole unit itself than the old one. Oh, it's still pretty big. The and mount you, is the mount the same as Garmin or the mount is different. Question. It's its own proprietary mount and it's very different. It slides on like a, it almost looks like this little kind of arrow piece, and you slide your computer onto it. You know, okay. I'm, I'm using my phone as a piece. To, I, I'm not sure about that, right? Because um, they also have this little adapter piece that comes with the device, which I love. Wahoo doesn't do this, where you can do a straight up Garmin adapter piece. With oh, okay. Well, Wahoo great. does make one of those. You just have to buy it separately. It doesn't right. come like with 15 it. 15 bucks or something like that yeah. for 15, a stupid little thing that costs them a nickel. But yeah. Correct. It'd be nice if they just included that with uh-huh. At least like the Rome, right? Like this is like your premium product. Like yeah. just include the adapter. Maybe people will never use it. That's fine, but it's just there. And so it's tricky because on my road bike, I have the little arrow, you know, bike mount. But then on the um, mountain bike, I have a Garmin mount on the stem. Same one, that this your old mount. Yep. Yeah. And so I, I constantly want to kind of have like switch between those two things. And it's just not quite easy enough yet. So mm-hmm. it's all right. Cool. What are some other things that you want to see changed or questions that you might have for Wahoo or what, what else you guys got on that list? Anything in there? Uh, Lance said Climb Pro. What do you got, Matt? Well, so one of the things that I think is interesting about Wahoo as a company is they're, they're never going to win the like most features 
race, right? Like Hammerhead, maybe because they're they're built on that Android platform, they can just develop stuff fast. It's so much easier to get twenty Android developers that have Java knowledge and they can just crank out features. Whereas Wahoo is going to be a little bit slower, I think, to develop massive amounts of features, and that's not their plan. They have no desire to be like the the computer with the most features. But what they do want to do is have like innovative features, like their rival watch with the, um, they call it touchless transition for triathletes where they don't actually have to hit a split button. Yeah. It just figures it all out for you. One thing I would like oh, to wow. see them do is innovate a little bit more on the cycling side of stuff. One of the things that one of my friends mentioned was like, what if I can see you on this, you know, navigation screen and I can see you on this navigation screen, like, couldn't they like, couldn't you press a button and navigate us to each other? Like, or, oh, yeah. Yeah. or, and they don't have that. Right. Or couldn't you just be like, Hey, can, can I find someone random to ride with? Like if, if I set a setting that's like, Hey, you know, I'm cool to ride with anyone that wants to ride and I'm out riding right now. Matt wants you to swipe right on them. Swipe right. Swipe right. I don't know if it's swipe left right or swipe way? right. I don't either. <laughs> we don't know. It's been a long time since we've been in the dating realm. And it, we, that predates, we predate, yeah, all of that. Predates the internet dating, so dating yeah. apps. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, they, we need a cycling dating app where it's just like, I'm out riding. Well, swipe left the, or swipe right. On know. the Wahoo, in the initial setup, you can make your location public public and and i find that when i'm if i'm if i have the map page up while i'm riding with the wahoo mm -hmm. you see other people on there yeah you see me i I've see seen, you you know yeah. i've seen you on there before can you but, see people that you don't follow though? yeah so if, if the person has made their their location public interesting on the wahoo app then yeah you they have to have their phone on them Oh, but you do. I, I believe so. I would like something simple. Well, I guess it has to be because you have to be updating your location through the cellular network, right? Yes, correct. So I would like to see a feature where it'd be like, hey, you know, if I say it's okay, like anyone can join me for a ride, which I would use a lot. Sure. Because like just to ride with somebody else. Well, I mean, you know, I hit you guys up like I'm going out biking in five minutes and you, you know, inevitably like that's not enough lead time. So, you know, sometimes it's just like I'm out riding for an hour and, you know, if someone was like, yep, that's cool. I'm, you know, I'm Let's close go. by. Let's go ride with this guy and you'd meet more people. When I was be... riding in Spokane, yep. um, I, I did another ride with Brandy along this this beautiful river park yeah. in Spokane. And sure enough, uh, on the map, I see Jerry or something on my yeah. thing. And I'm like, oh, let's see who Jerry is. I'm going to catch up and come around the corner. <laughs> it was a runner coming the other way. So it was on his- On the rival watch. On the rival watch. Interesting. Really? Yeah. That's did odd. you say, hi, Jerry? <laughs> you should totally mess up. <laughs> hey, what? what? Jerry, you don't remember me? <laughs> I missed a golden opportunity I'm, there. I taught you science in third grade. <laughs> That's what I was he younger done. than you or, or same age? He was younger. Okay, yeah. then yeah, you got to go I, with the teacher. I, I should have gone with the teacher. You, you didn't. It. You're not using. You're not reaching your full potential, Jerry. <laughs> Do you guys want touchscreen on any Wahoo product? No, I no. Uh, Matt, I don't. I'm know. not a huge fan of touchscreens. Nor am I. In general, I think that they are very bad news for any sort of wet situations. The Pacific Northwest, rainy days. Yeah, I don't know. Or sweat when you sweat on them. It's not I great. have that issue. I I do think that there are times when it is extremely helpful to be like, oh, I just 
tap this button or hold this thing here and I can change the data field while you're on the fly. I think it's, I think it's nice. And I get it that you can pull out your phone and change data fields on Wahoo. It's not as fast as a, a touchscreen. Yeah. I, that's the only thing that I would want. And, yeah. and if you could turn it on and off and just use it yes. for, um, you know, basically doing what we're doing there, I think that it'd be nice to be a two way street where mm -hmm. like, right, I love using my phone to, to change the Wahoo. I think that's fantastic. I didn't think I was going to like it. I love it. It's great, but it, it would be nice just to be able to not have to get my phone out. And if I could turn on the touchscreen and just hold something down and change a field really yep. quickly and then turn it back off and be on my way, it'd be nice if it was a two-way street to be able to do that. The thing yeah. about doing that is you can do that without stopping, Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which I've done several times. I think a lot of the companies that make these touchscreens that are so in love with their touchscreen that they're like, we're going to use it for everything. And you really want to use it sparingly. Yeah. And I've seen it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen like pretty much like don't use it unless it's like you're in some sort of, you're looking at some sort of data field and you want to be able to scroll through that data field. Like there's spots where it makes a lot of sense to have a touchscreen, but you got to have some sort of way to lock it quickly or make yeah. the lock default. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I have no idea too on this, this part of this question is how much do you think that would increase the price? Cause right now yeah. you've got your Wahoo element Rome is pretty much the same price as your Garmin 830. Yeah. They're compatible, but one's a touchscreen and one's not. If Wahoo were to have a touchscreen and give you some of those capacities, I guess you could say to make those changes, how much do you think that that would change the price for them? I, that's a great question. question to ask yeah. someone that's in the manufacturing side of things, right? But they probably wouldn't go into details on their costs for for that particular. I mean, it's probably pennies on the dollar for yeah. those guys to so be like, I, yeah, capacitive touchscreens yeah. are pretty cheap these days in manufacturing. I'm guessing just because they're pervasive amount, you know, with with all the smartphones, it's just like they're everywhere. But I don't know. What are the yeah, odds yeah. that we see? touchscreen and better battery life and some increased mapping features and some other little doohickeys built into a Wahoo Element Roam that's getting a little long in the tooth. It's what, two and a half years old now? Yeah. And coming out maybe in the springtime. Do we think that there might be something there? If you guys were to, to be gambling in, what would you say that they would change I, to make that better? I would think they wouldn't add a touchscreen. I think they're like in love with their setup. I now? think they're in love with their setup yeah. now and just improving and, the, and the navigation. Of can it. we all agree that they do have the best like ergonomics, the best buttons, the best, like the indicator lights, all of that is. Good. Oh yeah. Yes. It is anti-glare. The it's a yes. good device. Yeah. It just little things like at first I'm like, Oh wait, I can only put this on the mount one way. Like you have to put it a certain direction right. and click it in. And then if you stop and look at it, you think, well, there's two buttons on the side that you use to make things bigger and smaller. And if you're pushing against that you and you can, push hard, it's not going to rotate off. Right. Correct. It's you can push against it as hard as you want. So I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I, I understand. I kind of like that. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's awesome. So, I, I think that um, I, if I were a betting man, I would say no, no touch screen. I think that they're going to make a, a lot of minor changes, like they did with the Rome, and they'll they'll bump those up for the better processor, I'm sorry, for the, um, better bigger I said, memory. I said Rome, but I meant the Bolt. Oh, the, um, I think they're going to make similar changes that they made for the Bolt. Sure, the Rome, and I think they'll release it next summer. If I had to guess, I have no idea. But or maybe like spring, more memory, maybe? yeah, yeah, something like that. But I do think that that eventually they'll do some sort. Of, they need they're going to have to come up with something innovative, right? So it's going to either be on the software side, which is fine; they can do that anytime. But on the hardware side, touchscreen would be a, a thing that they would sell more units if they did. Yeah, so yeah, probably do it. If it makes enough of a change to the old unit, it would right. prompt more people to buy new units. Because they'll need a Rome 3 at some point. And what are you going to do? You're going to add a touchscreen probably. Yeah. Question for you. Scale of 1 to 10. Mapping on a Garmin. What would you What would you give that? 
nine. Yeah, we don't have anything else to compare it to other than smartphones and things like that. So, so we'll say that the smartphone is going to give you a ten. Sure. All right. Where are you putting Garmin at? With their mapping, I and the reason why I ask you is I just don't use it all of that much. I'm well, a creature of habit. Either. I know yeah. where I'm going. I know, I know what I'm doing. Lance, on the other hand, uses Every it week. all yeah, the time. Yes. It. So if I was, I'll, I'll say less than smartphone. I'll say seven. A seven. Where do you put the Wahoo? We'll just say that we'll start with Better. the Rome. The Rome. If Garmin is a nine, I would put the Wahoo at a six. Yeah, six. It's not, not that much. It's not huh? as good. Yeah, it's I, not I as would. Good. And I said that the Garmin was a seven, and I would put the Wahoo at maybe like a four, something like that. Hmm. Four or five. Maybe. Interesting. So Still, it's not bad. If I'm following a route on the Wahoo, and and I take a shortcut or cut a corner. Even if I catch back up to the route, it wants uh, me to go back to where I left yeah. the route. So I end up having to end the route and reload it. Oh, no. Otherwise, it just that keeps. That might be better on the uh, Bolt just, V2. It might. It, well, this is on the V2. Oh, you're using the Bolt version 2 now? Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. Proud of you. <laughs> yeah. We got all the toys and all the <laughs> computers. All the, yeah. <laughs> Jake, we're always playing with the new stuff, so good, we're good. trying to figure it out. <laughs> So yeah, so that's that part's kind of annoying, and and it, like and like street names and all the detail, it's not as it's tight not on quite the, as on the good. Wahoo. Also, yeah. the like just this case with me out in the Palouse in Pullman, yep. I I had to stop because I went through two different gravel routes, mm-hmm. right? And I had to I had to stop and delete a a route so that I wouldn't get lost and i load the next route i couldn't like put them together interesting and it was that might be hard to do on garmin also right would it like having the two routes or can you just yeah you can kind of hot load the second route or whatever you can hot load the second route easier yeah so hmm I, you got to think that there's going to be something coming down the pipeline with mapping because they they have to know that they're they're playing second fiddle to Garmin. Garmin's I, definitely going to be like way out in front of them on that front. Granted, Garmin's been doing this for a long time. They're going to want to catch up somehow. Matt, yeah. do you think that that's something that's in their their wheelhouse, or is that something yeah. where I mean, I think how do, how does that even work on a computer? Is it something that they have to develop themselves, or are they like using like a third party and they're licensing to use their party. mapping? Yes, is that how that works? Yes. Okay, absolutely. so give us a little bit more rundown of what you know well, I, I mean i don't know it's that's hypothetically proprietary yeah. stuff i mean theoretically open street maps is like the api that they would probably want to use for detailed map tiling information and okay so is garmin using their own garmin is probably got their own system that they've built in, but i don't know i mean so much data from years of it's a long you know, just, time you think about like, devices yeah aviation to yep. cars to yeah, bikes to the whole bit i mean they've got the world mapped it's over the industry standard yeah yeah you can't catch up to that basically but there but it's not like it's impossible there's all kinds of google mapping apis and all i mean there's there's tons of different companies that yeah. do it the open street maps is probably like the way to go that would be a feasible option um and i just don't know i don't my gut feeling is probably like wahoo's not using that and it would be a big switch to switch to it and they would have to change all their features then it would just be a big like development workload sure this is just a complete this is hypothetical i have yeah no inside information maybe they're using it i don't know but like then that big process of you know of doing that would it would take a while yeah 
maybe gotcha. a year or two. Maybe I, they will. When I got back from my ride yesterday, I was uploading all my data. And before I turned off my Bolt that I was using yesterday, it asked me if I wanted to do a software update and said something to the effect of there's some new features with Maps. Do you know anything about that? Did you Have you seen that come out in the last week? I haven't used my computer but once in the last like 10 days so did you happen to catch that i haven't updated it they don't they don't update unless your unless your computer is is connected to a phone a wi-fi or a phone correct well i just saw something it's like do you want to update this and i'm like oh no maybe it was when i first turned it on yesterday but i i saw it at some point in time i'm like i'm gonna have to come back and check this out i didn't want to just say yes i wanted to go read about what it was first and and just so we could be fully prepared and i just haven't done that yet so i was wondering if maybe you did did not no i haven't done it yet well there's something out there we gotta go go take a peek at that so according to some random whatever forum that it says Wahoo does use that's my favorite forum actually random forum random whatever forum according to them they do use OpenStreetMaps they do use Wahoo does but who knows huh I'm curious to see how they make that better because you know that they're going to they want to and I'm sure they're I'm sure they want to you know how long have Garmin's been around for a long time. I mean, I like I've mentioned before, I started using them when they had the 305. And gosh, I think that was probably back in like 2007. Yeah. That's what keeps jumping into my head. And they've had bike computers for a bit that use GPS. So you got to imagine that they've been around for 15, 18 years or something like that using bike computers. And if you think about their growth over that same time, they've shown quite a bit of growth. I mean, their computers do a heck of a lot more, but right. at the end, when you look at how much time it's taking them to get from point A to point B, where they're at now, yeah. there's not a, it's not like quantum leaps. If you think about what Wahoo has done since they first came out with their computer and what Hammerhead has done with Hammerhead, what their yeah. stuff, they're doing stuff at a breakneck pace and they're catching up. They're catching up to Garmin really quickly. They're not quite there yet on a lot of fronts, but in terms of like the form and the way that the user interface works and just the function of their devices, I mean, I've already made the switch over to Wahoo from Garmin. I, I just prefer their computers yep. more. And you were talking about a, a computer that's only been out for, what, four, five years at most? Healthy competition is always yep. oh, yeah. good for the public. 100%. Yep. 100%. So I'm just kind of curious what they're going to keep doing because if they keep at the pace that they're going, they're going to catch and exceed Garmin, yeah. right? Unless Garmin's got something up their sleeve, they've got to know that their their stuff is getting a little long in the tooth. It's a little antiquated in terms of how you have to go about using right. some of the devices. I think we're going to see some cool stuff over the next three or four years. I'm really curious to see what they have up their sleeve. I, one of the questions on our list is, um, I think from Dave Goodman, he was saying like, what do you, where do you see this stuff in 10 years? I just thought that was like a great question because it's very open-ended and I'm looking forward to you guys asking that question next week. Sure. I think that's going to be one of my favorite questions. What do you think? I mean, what are you looking forward to seeing? I mean, there's a lot of technologies that have been built into cycling in general. I mean, computers are probably, you know, the one that's been the most technologically advanced over the last couple of years. I'd love to see where that's going to be in 10 years. What do you think they're going to be doing for us? My guess is that we'll follow the coattails of smartphones for a long time, you know? Um, so touchscreens, yes, sure. Hopefully we have something, you know, where people are thinking about the weather conditions that are paying there, but then just being able to have like an application ecosystem where yeah. you down, uh, you want the hill, the hill splitter type stuff, or you can download that you app download into that. your no, computer, put that on there. If yeah. you don't care about the hills, no problem. Don't worry. What about, about some it. AI just, in there, like a Siri or an Alexa, where you can actually have a conversation with your computer and you can get updates and it can tell you, Hey, I'm going to coach you along. This is how you're doing today. Yeah. You know, here's what we're doing on that segment. You need to push a little bit harder. You're put yeah. your, your three Watts to 
too low for this. I mean, that Talk would be freaking awesome. Or you're headed down this road. There's actually a safer route to take if yeah. you take a right and a left right here. Yeah, yeah there's like having that. that data, that that much data is super critical, right? Where it's like, and there's only a couple, you know, there's only a couple companies that that are going to have that kind of stuff. Where it's like, most people don't bike on. You know, Highway 14. Like, don't go Correct. that no. route. Don't yeah. rally right. there. Like, we or wanna, like wanna down Mill Plain when you can go down McGillivray. Yep. How do you know that? Unless you, you look at the data. Yeah, unless you look at the data. A, yeah, yeah, it's a big data problem. I, yeah, I think AI built into these computers with bone conduction headphones that can talk to you. Like, you can hear everything. Yeah. And it, keep in mind, we're still going to have glasses that are coming oh, out yeah. soon too. Yeah, I mean, right. Garmin kind of dipped their toe into those waters with the, yeah. the Insight. I think it was called. Yeah kind of a goofy looking thing but at the same time i'm like oh that's kind of cool it's not something that i would ever use just because it looks ridiculous if you ask me um but to each their own for the people that like it, that have used it love it they think yeah. it's great but having that heads-up display on it, your um your, your glasses that's kind of neat it may be something along the lines of like apple does app, the apple glasses we yeah we know it's coming out right yeah. it's probably maybe five years away but it's coming out it's soon coming. yeah but if the garmin computer interfaces with those glasses okay then yeah. garmin doesn't have to make glasses they can just you know, have the computer brains sure. do the work and sure. then have the display be in the glass. I right. don't know if that'll actually happen. Who knows? Who knows? I can tell you it will. At some point in time, well, it will. <laughs> we'll see. If it's going to happen five years or it's, 20 years from now, it's going to happen. I'm Apple has sure. to be friendly enough to be like, sure, whatever you want us well, to yeah. display. Yeah. We'll see. What about a Wahoo specific radar? Do you think that there's some sort of... That would be very cool. I did yeah. if there's competition in the market. Yeah. Like, again... Healthy competition. Good I think it would be public. fantastic. I mean, the Varia radar costs 200 bucks. It's like our favorite product. It's one of our yep. favorite products. And like, you still will see people like in, like Lance and I did a video. I think you've done a video about it too. Oh, yeah. I've done a couple and videos you, about it. And you'll get people that'll comment and like, oh, that's ridiculous. You don't need that. You just, you need a mirror on your, yep. your, your whatever. I'm like, you don't know that you need this until you use it and then you get it. And right. there's yeah. so many people like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for making that recommendation. That is one of the best purchases I've ever made. Yep. Speaking of, I don't know if you know this, Matt, but did you know on the Wahoo um, computers, there's a, I've, a, a customer, client, or somebody who comes in here to the lab is a, an engineer kind of guy, mm -hmm. and he was doing some research on the radar, and he has himself a Wahoo Roam, mm -hmm. and it works on the, the Bolt too. but you can actually go into the file, and you can change the little car yes. icon, and you can make that little icon whatever you want. His yeah. is the Starship Enterprise. That's awesome. You know, I was thinking about <laughs> making mine like the little middle finger coming up, and like yeah. it's a car combined with <laughs> flipping up or something like that, but you can change the little icon on there. I thought that was pretty neat, and it's a very simple thing to do. He's yes. like, it's, it takes you like Two seconds seven. to, t to just swap the file out. Like that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, uh, I think, um, GP Llama might have a video on how to do that. If you guys want to oh, check it? it out on YouTube, okay. but yeah, I mean, there's, I think he probably put llamas on there, but yeah, yeah uh, that's one cool thing that you can do with Wahoo for sure. It's, it's, you can change your icon of your radar of what's coming through. Yeah. It's cool. What are some things on Wahoo that are missing that you guys really want to see them integrate in, in time? Better off-road trail data. Trail forks, trail forks, or okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, we already talked about the um, better mapping, better mapping in general. Yep. We talked about trail forks. Uh, what else did we already talk about? Oh, the Climb Pro. Talk about Climb, Climb Pro. Pro. What else? What else is missing? I would love a third-party application ecosystem, and that's a huge ask because <laughs> it kind of means that they have to have like a programming. It's you have to dedicate a huge amount of resources to just being able to say like we're going to support this developer resource area, sure, so that someone can come in and program and be like, oh, there's no Climb Pro. I think I can do that, and then they can do it, and they can write that, and then you can just choose you can just to add that app. 
So wouldn't that, in the grand scheme of things, be less expensive than having a dedicated team that has to go out there and build that from scratch as opposed to just having somebody that's going to open up the, we could say, the conduits for all of these people to create all of these different things? Um, I don't know which one would be less expensive because managing rand- a whole bunch of random apps coming through and be like, oh, this one, you know, will break your device like this. Yeah, app, okay. Right. Like, yep. well, we have to kind of police that first of all, then you, then you have to, dev- you basically have to have like a system for an API so that these people can actually make these developments and you have to teach people how to do it. I'm not even sure what programming language the core stuff is built in for the Wahoo app. It's probably like Java or something like that, or it could it could be something totally random. Garmin does this monkey IQ language thing, which is horrible. It's kind of like Java, but like it's kind of their own thing. So it it could be a big can of worms. Gotcha, gotcha. What about crash detection? It's not on the Wahoo products. Oh, yeah. It's on the Garmin products. Is it on the Hammerhead? Um, I have to think for a minute. I don't remember. <laughs> I so don't remember yet. I'll know by the time I do my crash detection is great. I mean, yeah, Lance, we've used it before with we've you. We've used it before yeah. with Lance me. had his little go down on yes. Palomar Mountain, yeah. and I got the notification. I think Brandy got the notification too. And we both looked at each other because we were already back at the van. We're like, something's going on. We got in the van. We called. Sure enough. You got the notification before you were called yeah. to say, yeah, come, we need you. Come scoop up Lance. Yeah. <laughs> He's broken. So that's a pretty good thing to have. Granted, it does have a lot of false it, alarms, it but I would rather- a ton of false alarms. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get that notification. It starts buzzing and beeping and at you. My wife is, you know, super- you know, I'm, I'm sure it's like- Yeah, yeah. If you have- Already spooked, yeah. Yeah. A message that goes to your wife and she knows that there's not a, that there's a bazillion, she's still going to be on edge. Yeah. It's just almost- for me, it's almost like I need to turn this off because yeah. my wife's going to freak out. <laughs> Nate Scott at the race on on Sunday, yesterday, he came rolling into the into the pit after he won his race. Yeah. He raced the Cat 4 Masters. He comes flying in, into the where the team tents were all excited and yeah. like was high-fiving us, and his crash detection goes off. And he's like, turn off. I don't. My Please wife's at church. My wife's at church. Please turn off. But he got it. Yeah. It was funny. That's fun. Now, somebody on one of the questions or somebody made a comment that they don't have live the live tracking, right? But they do on the Wahoos? Wahoo does have live tracking. Track, okay. You have to you have to opt in. Gotcha. Gotcha. Matt, you gotta get out of here. Yeah, I do. I gotta leave. All right. Whoever, whoever that is can take my place. <laughs> hey, <laughs> one last thing. You got one last thing you want to throw out there? Uh, you got a video coming out? Yes. There might be a watch announcement this week. I'm going to try to get it out. It's going to be one of those things where I get the device the night before and sure. try to put a video out the next day. That's just a, Those are stupid. I hate that situation. So much pressure. Whatever. You're up all night, right? I'm probably not going to sleep on Tuesday night. This video <laughs> comes out or this will come out on Wednesday. Huh. Go check out the YouTube channel. You got to compete important. with that uh, Des Fit and DC Rainmaker. Those guys. Yeah. I actually am going to do a collaborative project with all these guys. Oh, oh really? Fantastic. Really excited about it. Yeah. Um, but they're just nice people. They're good guys. They're really, really good yeah. guys. But if you are not subscribed to my channel, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you even doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you even do you even YouTube? Do you even YouTube if you're not on there with Matt Legrand? Bye guys. Good Bye. job, Matt. See you, bud. All right, these people knocking on the back door are gonna I'll, have to I'll, I'll answer. Go, go solve that problem. <laughs> Damn customers. <laughs> Matt's killing himself over here. <laughs> Trying to leave. Um, oh my gosh. This is funny. This is this is uh devolving quickly. I got it. It's not broken. <laughs> you're all good. Don't worry about it. Just headphones. <laughs> 
there's more where that came from. Cool. Um, anything else, Lance, that you want to see? Uh, th- that, those are like the main things. I mean, th- those couple of things, the things I'm most yeah. interested in. Gotcha. Um, I don't think there's anything else on the list that I really want to go through. We need to leave some of this stuff for next week when we yep. do have Wahoo on, and then hopefully uh, we can get some some clarity on some of these things because yep. they have all these these questions. They have all of them on here from everybody, and there are going to be some of these ones that they come back and say, yeah, you guys already talked about that last week, and, right. and you you know that, that that's already a thing. But it'll be good to yeah. have the conversation yeah. with. But on the whole, I actually uh, quite love Wahoo, and I just wanted to throw out a quick disclaimer too. This podcast that we're going to do, this live stream that we're going to do with Wahoo, it's not paid. It's not them asking us to, to do anything for them nope. for compensation. So this is all 100% our opinions, and we're um, we're going to, you know, we're going to do this because we want to bring the information to the people, to you yes. folks, to the listeners. So, um, and, and again, in full disclaimer, if people do want to purchase stuff, we do sell the stuff at the, the lab and we do benefit financially from some of these uh, sales. And, you know, that does happen. But we're not doing this because uh, we're trying to make a buck. We're doing this because we love this industry. We, yes. we we want to help people out. We generally take really good care of people. And we're trying to find out this information. And we get somebody like yeah. an exec from Wahoo. We want to be able to talk to them. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's kind of that so hey Lance one last thing um, if you didn't see any of the highlights from Perry Roubaix this last weekend yeah you should check it out it was a it was the first rainy Perry Roubaix in like 20 years wow and it was it, it, it was a disaster a lot of crashes right yeah we see so the the cobble sections the roads are like crowned uh-huh. right they're not like level sure they like they like are high in the center lane and then dip down towards the sides and they were wet and hadn't been used in a couple years because there wasn't Perry-Roubaix last year. Sure. Last Perry-Roubaix was in spring of 2019, so it's been now, a long time. Now, on the whole, for these these cobbles, is it just like walking trails? Do people just like casually ride their bikes on there, but they just don't race on it and it's not used that's, by cars? That's correct. Okay. They're usually not used by cars. And so they're just they're they were like covered in dirt and mud, and so it rains, and the the crown portion of the road were super slick. So people, if you weren't right, if you weren't in the ditch or right on the center line, you people were like sliding out. So hey, Lance, do we need to champ uh, here? Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, it was a good race. Um, it was a good race. Tubulars? Are they dead? <laughs> That's the big thing with Perry Roubaix. Did they die this past weekend? They may have died this last weekend. The winner, Sonny Cabrelli mm-hmm. from uh, Italy, yep. was on tubeless tires, not tubular. The brand new GP5000S TR, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, STR, which has not been released to the public yet. Correct. But yeah, he won on tubeless tires. And who was the woman that won the... The she women, was from the, Great Britain. Yeah, gosh, I can't remember her name. I can uh, see her face. I can see all the pictures. I can't remember her name. She as well was riding on tubeless tires, tubeless and I believe tires. she was on Pirelli. If I I'm not so. mistaken. So, um, a big vote for both of those tire brands for putting uh, winners on the podium for that big the race. Amazing thing was that Sonny Cabrelli out sprinted Vanderpool. Vanderpool. Yeah, how'd that happen? Well, he's a big sprinter himself. He is a big sprinter. It and it was you know. It's, it's a 260-kilometer race or something. So, Is Vanderpool 100%? Is his back all good? I think so. I think he's back. Back to form yet? Yeah. yeah. It was just a long way. I mean, Wout ended up seventh. He was like in the next chase group. They just yeah. missed Sonny Cabrelli. Just- if you haven't seen 
any of the results, if you have no idea what we're talking about, it's worth it. it. It behooves you to go just Google search and look at some of the images from the end of the race. Oh my Lord, these people were caked. They're caked. Like cake, cake. Like Sandy Cabrelli, like he looked like he had like little windshield wipers on his sunglasses. I'm sure it was from his gloves, but everything else was just caked in mud, like a full on thick layer. Like they had to be pressure washed off, not yeah. not get in the shower. They had to be pressure washed off before they went to the yeah, shower. Yeah, pre-rinse before the, yeah. <laughs> so pretty amazing. Amazing. So yeah, that was it. Was kind of exciting race, and just watching like a five minute highlight clip from GCN or something like that is is worth checking out. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Anything else happened in the other races this weekend? I know uh, we're not doing the whole uh, lead out news. Lead but news. Uh, you were talking about a few other things. There, Charm kind of City Cyclocross yeah. also happened. Um, there were two C one races in Baltimore. Um, that uh, th- those were exciting, good races. Um, Saturday was won by Clara Hansinger. Oh wow! That and Sunday she took second, I believe. Okay. So she had a great weekend out there. Who did she lose to on day two? Um, it was Maggie Rochette, the Canadian. Okay. Who 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 went out hard on Saturday and then kind of blew up. Okay. But um, but she ended up winning on Sunday. So the one that Clara won, how much of a margin was it? Close was nope. it? Like a minute and a half. Oh wow! Yeah, or like minute fourteen or something like that. Okay. When's the um, the U.S. Championship race? It's in December. Okay. Um, and and we actually have three World Cup races that uh, are happening in the United States that start next weekend. Oh wow! Yeah. So not just like category one races, which all these races have been so far. We have three actual World Cups. Okay. So that's will, exciting. Will that bring the lights of uh, Wooten MVP? Potentially, uh, anybody that wants to compete for the World Cup title for the year, yeah, probably shouldn't miss three World Cup races. Sure. But I'm not sure those guys will do the whole cyclocross series. They may just stick to the European ones. Gotcha. Um, Wout and Vanderpool. They've had a long year. They have had a long year. It, so. Yeah, especially like pushing all of the stuff up from 2020 to the end of the year last yep. year and not yep. really having any time off and going straight into cyclocross and then going right back into the sprint classics they got to be tired yeah i'm i'm sure plus after just doing Paris roubaix are you coaching them did you put them on your program yeah that i am <laughs> obviously not <laughs> i can't even coach myself yeah <laughs> All right. Anything else? That's it. Awesome. My one last thing is that we will be starting up. I guess it pains me to say this. We'll be starting up our Zwift rides on Tuesday night. I refuse. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to start up a week from uh, now, which will be, if I'm not mistaken, what is that? The the 12th? Is that the calendar? Is that that right? I'm going to have to reactivate my Zwift account. It has been deactivated for... I'm looking at the calendar. Oh my gosh, Lance, I did math right. It, yep, it's October it's the 12th. 12th. So yep. that's when we'll get started. If uh, you're interested in joining all of the gang here from the Dial Podcast, as well as the Dial Cycling team, as well as a lot of other folks. And, and what was cool about this is there have been other people from across the country yep. that have joined those rides. We'll have 40 or 50 people, people yeah. on the rides with us. And yeah. it's a, a fun ride. It's got some, you know, some nice little, some people's tempo, some people's zone too. And then we have some hot sections at the end. And What's cool is we've got the Discord going so we can all talk to each other, and it's just kind of fun for people to interact and play bikes together. So we'll get started back on Thrift on Tuesdays. So So if you're interested in that, though, uh, you're going to need to join the Dialed Cycling Strava Club, and that's where we post up all of the information so that you can get all of the how-tos and where-tos connect on that. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Perfect. Cool. Anything else, Lance? That's it. 
Good luck racing this weekend. Thank you. What other races are you doing during the week? Nothing? Uh, I'm going to go back to Eugene, Eugene. Okay. Uh, on Tuesday night. And then you've got Bridge Cities this weekend. Bridge City on Saturday and Sunday. Sunday. You're yep. going to vie for the state championship? And n- no. I, I, w- <laughs> I mean, I'm going <laughs> to try. try my absolute hardest. Uh, if, if, if I'm close to the podium, it'll be a victory for me. And that one will be on Sunday. No, it's, it's on, on Saturday. Saturday. Actually, the o- the Obra State Championships are only for the Open One Two and the Open Two Three men's and women's categories. Just those two categories. Yes. That's it. Yes, all the other ones are non-championship races. Yes, that's the way they're doing it this year. Huh? Why? So, I'm not sure. Huh. <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> and on Sunday, you race. In your age bracket, regardless of um, regardless of your category, Sunday's races are five year age categories, like the USA Cycling. Is it a USAC sanctioned race? I think so. Yeah. Is that why they're doing that? And then? Trying to get points for nationals. No, gotcha. Yeah, makes sense. So yeah, uh, if you're a if you're a Cat Four or a Five, you can race in a beginner field. Sure. But all the rest of the races are in your five year category, regardless of your huh. yeah category. Cool. All right. Well, sounds like fun. Enjoy that. I may or may not come down and watch and heckle and take pictures, yell obscenities at you. Beautiful course to take pictures. (laughs) I'd be happy to let... I love being heckled. Yes, you do. Yeah, please heckle me. People hassle me all through when I ride. I I get hassled about my mustache. I love it. It's hilarious to me. Yeah, make people wear armbands and say heckling approved or no heckling. But kids... Don't heckle. don't heckle the kids. Yeah. Encourage the kids. Correct. They don't get sarcasm sometimes, and please just love and encourage the kids. Gotcha. I, I won't say anything. That's a good parting shot right there. Yeah. All right, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week with Wahoo, hopefully. Until then, bye for now. Bye.